Hey, this is Dimitris, the Curious Tangero. My goal is to bring more people to tango and more tango to people. Today we're going to discuss why sometimes you dance a lot in milongas and other times you don't. If you haven't followed the podcast yet, look for the follow button. It's free, it's fun, and you're going to learn many ways to improve your tango. Let's start. So, the other day, I received an email from a participant of the program uh, Getting More Dances in Milongas. This is what she told me. I'm quoting. I'm now an intermediate follower, and I'm experiencing two opposed experiences. Either I dance the whole time, and I promise the whole time, and I sweat out all of myself during the milonga, or nothing. There is no intermediate experience. I also received this, quote, but the real question that keeps drilling at the back of my mind is this. Why do I dance almost every tanda one day and maybe half of that on another? The place is the same. People are almost the same. I cannot explain it. Do you have any ideas why it may happen? End of quote. Since I have received this kind of question a few times already, I had to explore the topic. Now, if you are not aware, a few months ago I sent a survey to over 14,000 social tango dancers. With the survey, I identified why some women dance more than others, even if they are at the same level, same age, they have a similar appearance. And I also asked women what they do when they want to dance more, and I created a full program exploring this. And my goals were to help those who want to know why they dance as much as they do, they want to know how they can increase the number of dances they get, and they want to dance with better partners in milongas. So, my response to the above email was based on those results. And here it is. Regarding your question about some nights dancing almost every tanda and other nights almost none. Yes, I'm discussing that in the main program too, and you're not the only one. In fact, just a few minutes ago, I responded to another email where a follower talked about the exact same experience. So, why does it happen? The mechanism usually follows these steps. Each dancer sends various signals in milongas, depending on their mood, personality, experience, etc. In most cases, there is one main signal that you send, which is quite important for the leaders. That signal might be related to one of the top reasons leaders are attracted to a follower and or one of the top reasons they choose not to dance with her. At the same time, it is a signal that you switch on or off easily during milongas and finally, there is usually a negative feedback loop that worsens the results. Now, I know this might be confusing, so let's see an example. It doesn't have to be your case, but it will help you see the mechanics and the mechanisms in action. Let's start with some facts. In the first email I sent you, you learned that the second most common turn-off that leaders mention in the survey is when the follower looks disinterested. So that was the second most common turn-off. The follower looks disinterested. You might not be disinterested to dance, but you might look this way. In the second email, you learned that the second most common turn-on is when she looks like she's having fun with me or others. So when a woman looks like she's having fun in the milonga, either with that person that you know is evaluating or others who are evaluating if they should ask you or not, uh, then that's a, one of the second most common turn on. All right. 
One more response discussed in the main program is that men's and women's choices are influenced by the factor of pre-approval. If you are seen dancing with others, you are perceived as a better dancer since they have already approved you. That other person has said, okay, this is a nice person to dance with. And this is the concept of social proof in the milonga. Finally, in the main program, we discuss the importance and strategies of getting a first tanda early on as a trigger for more tandas. So here's my interpretation of it. If you are someone, for example, whose mood is easily influenced by not dancing the first tandas, and you saw it in your expression and social behavior, the second most common turn-on is deactivated. And the second most common turn-off is activated at the same time, right? Remember, most common turn-on, uh, turn-off is when the follower looks, the second most common turn-off is when the follower looks disinterested, and the second most common turn-on is when she looks like she's having fun with me or others. Okay, so those two things are activated and deactivated at the same time. Additionally, the lack of a first standard early on leads to the removal of the pre-approval factor, right? And a few other consequences. Then you spiral down into a negative mood and you present even fewer important signals. So you remove the turn-offs, you increase the turn-offs, you go into a negative feedback loop, and you spiraled. My belief is that once you understand the top reasons leaders choose to dance or avoid dancing with a certain follower, you'll find your answer to why some nights rock and some other nights feel disappointing. That was the end of the email. I hope that was useful for you and let me explain this. Once you know what the most important reasons men uh, have to choose to dance with a woman, uh, which are the most important red flags that keep them away, you will be able to see why some women dance all night, even though they're not younger, they're not more beautiful, they're not better dancers. You have probably already spent thousands on group tango classes, traveling, milongas, private classes, accommodation, transportation. And if you keep going to milongas without realizing what's actually happening, you might be wasting more money every single time. And in my opinion, you will be repeating the same actions, expecting different results, which I think it's kind of crazy. So I invite you to explore the results of the survey and finally understand the hows and the whys of getting more and better tandas. It is as simple as understanding the signals you send out that make men invite you, the signals you accidentally send that keep them away, and then knowing exactly what other women do to get more dances with better dancers while maintaining their dignity and their values. There must be a link uh, with more info somewhere around, please take a look, click on the link and find more information. Hugs and stay curious.